so we're going to start the Survivor's Writing Workshop, um, and we just kind of want to tell you guys why we're doing this, um, and what is our experience with this and everything. And, um, for me, I'm doing the writing part of everything, so I kind of want to explain why writing. Um, so my story kind of starts in college. I always like did journaling growing up and everything, but um, it really started in college after I was date raped by a friend of mine. Um, and I felt like he knew everyone, so I couldn't tell anyone, like, my story, you know, because I was so scared of, of the response, and everyone had love for him, too, and it'd be, like, having to choose between, you know, and it's just, like, so hard. So in order to tell my friend, I wrote a spoken word poem, and purely because I needed more than just little lines to, like, tell my story. So I was like, you know, spoken word, that's three minutes, and it gives you space to, like, tell a more complete story. So then um, I kind of admitted what happened and I read it to a friend of mine and I just got addicted to that feeling of that outlet of taking your pain and making it into purpose. Mm -hmm. And I think it's very healthy to see your story in your own words and to rewire. Um, and I actually ended up doing that poem that I first wrote um, for the National Poetry Slam. It got me onto a team and performing it um, was like one of the most powerful moments of my life on a national stage um, and it was kind of like full process like taking something so dark and bringing so much light out of it and uh, yeah <laughs> um, so I write a lot about trauma and healing and I try to leave a little bit of hope in each of my poems I think it's important for survivors to gather, um, whether it be of illness, whether it be of rape, whether it be of domestic violence, um, just anything that you feel like you've survived, I think it's powerful to say me too, and to really be well, not only have your story like just listened to, but welcomed, you know, to have people like clap and, and snap, and, <laughs> and to really be like, wow, you made something beautiful out of something so harsh, and I think that's a very, powerful moment and I want to share that with others and it really saved my life so um, that's why writing and that's my little bit of my story <laughs> so and then me and Jenna came together once we actually shared a story I <laughs> first time we met I read a poem to her <laughs> I crying. <laughs> no, I we went straight to it yeah we were like hey let's get right to it <laughs> let's get this is me <laughs> yeah and um so yeah and you have a beautiful story too Thank you. Um, so basically the reason why I'm here with Talia is because that I believe that healing is such a beautiful gift that you can give to yourself. Um, I am the person who kind of comes up with the whole healing aspects of the group um, and I will incorporate different healing techniques that I have used in the last few years during my healing of PTSD and also overcoming domestic violence um, that I found to be very helpful for me. And I, um, I'm, I'm grateful to be able to share that with people today. Um, you know, I'm just happy to be here. So, and I'm excited to take this journey. So, yeah. Okay, we're going to pause real quick. And um, for the sake of the podcast, we're going to uh, pause for people's privacy when we share certain things. We're going to record the prompts, um, but the icebreaker, we're, that's going to share names and everything, so we're going to pause it and be right back. Okay, so we're back with um, our first prompt of the uh, workshop, 
It's called The Pretty and the Shitty. And yes, we curse on this podcast. <laughs> so, um, create two lists. On the first list, I want you to write five to ten negative things that would have never happened if you hadn't experienced your trauma. Um, these can be as detailed or as vague as you want. On the second list, I want you to write down five to ten positive things that would have never happened if you hadn't experienced your trauma. These can be as small or as big as you want. And it could be as simple as eating and meeting people here tonight or <laughs> hearing something nice tonight, you know. Okay, and that's part one of the prompt. We'll be back for part two. Now we're going to listen to a video of Olivia Gatwood, um, alternate universe in which I am unfazed by the men who do not love me. And think about what you would do if you had all of your heart back, heartache time back. in which I am unfazed by the men who do not love me. When the businessman shoulder checks me in the airport, I do not apologize. Instead, I write him an elegy on the back of a receipt and tuck it in his hand as I pass through the first class cabin. Like a bee, he will die after stinging me. I am 24 and have never cried. Once, a boy told me he doesn't believe in labels, so I embroidered the word chauvinist on the back of his favorite coat. <laughs> a boy said he liked my hair the other way, so I shaved my head instead of my pussy. <laughs> While the boy isn't calling back, I learn carpentry, build a desk, write a book at the desk. The boy says he prefers blondes, and I steam clean his clothes with bleach. <laughs> the boy says I am not marriage material and I put gravel in his pepper grinder. The boy says period sex is disgusting and I slaughter a goat in his living room. <laughs> the boy doesn't ask if he can choke me, so I pretend to die while he's doing it. <laughs> says this is not the meaning of unfazed. <laughs> when the boy says I curse too much to be pretty and I tattoo cunt on my inner lip, my mother calls this being very phased. <laughs> but left over from the other universe are hours and hours of waiting for him to kiss me and here they are just hours. Here, they're a bike ride across Long Island in June. Here, they're a novel read in one sitting. Here, there are arguments about God or a full night's sleep. Here, I hand an hour to the woman crying outside of the bar. I leave one on my best friend's front porch, send my mother two in the mail. I do not slice his tires. I do not burn the photos. I do not write the letter. I do not beg. I do not ask for forgiveness. I do not hold my breath while he finishes. The man tells me he does not love me, and he does not love me. The man tells me who he is, and I listen. I have so much beautiful time. Okay, so that was amazing. <laughs> um, she's a pretty mainstream button poetry um, poet. She's uh, got a lot of great work. I, I really want to get her book. Um, so, Olivia Gatwood. 
And so now um, you're going to create a poem out of one of your lists. Um, start with the line, an alternate world in which my trauma does not exist. Or replace that with um, an alternate world in which my healing does not exist. Mm-hmm. And you can flip it and do it the other way. You can make it positive, negative. You can um, go. And honestly, these are just to get the juices flowing. So if you were inspired by something else in the video and you want to go in a completely different route, like go for it. You know what I mean? Like these are just to get you writing and, and try to not lift your pen from the page as much as you can. Just keep writing and we can edit later. So, so, so what is the beginning again that you want us to use? An alternate world in which my trauma slash or healing <laughs> uh, does not exist. Okay, so pause it and I would take um, about uh, 15, 10 minutes for writing and five minutes for editing. Um, we're gonna pause it for the, for the privacy of our members. Okay, so now we just did our sharing and it was really great. Some people did some really great work. Um, if you wanna share yours, um, go on our website. We have a forum where you can share the work um, and we'll be checking that. Um, and now we're going to do prompt four, which is an emotion is a match. So we're going to watch Blythe Bard for the rapists who calls themselves themselves feminists and pay attention to the emotions behind the words. Oh, she's one of my favorite poets. Like, honestly, a lot of my style comes from listening to her, I think. On, mm-hmm. I, uh, actually, <laughs> what's her name again? In my book, oh, Blythe Bard. I actually, uh, in my acknowledgments page, I had a lot of like, poets who have inspired me or something. Mm-hmm. And um, she was one of them um, that I thanked. I'm going to check her out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to pause this because this I have to put the Wi Fi in. I'll be, we'll be right back. Listen to it. Okay, got it working. And <laughs> we took a snack break. <laughs> um, here's Blythe Bards for the rapists who call themselves feminists. Perhaps this body belongs to the first time I was raped. And I think about how fucked up it is to begin a sentence with the first time I was raped. And how when I talk to other women about this, it almost seems like it's not even if you've been assaulted. But when? See, women have so much in common, like loving Zumba, (laughs) being interrupted, experiencing violence. And when another male friend turns out to be a rapist, the same male friend who wore feminism across his chest like a pageant sash, I can't help but remember meeting him at a sexual violence prevention rally and the disappointing irony And when another male friend who identifies as a feminist gives himself permission to make a rape joke and call it reclamatory, as if he doesn't already catcall the girl who jogs by his house every day to remind her that she is just a woman, just a thing he can exert power over, just a guest in what has always been his world, his streets. Never mind that your joke just made a survivor relive what was likely the worst thing to ever happen to them and you scratch your head. Wonder why women are so scared to report while you shrug your shoulders and make our trauma into your victory lap. The reason you fist bump your friends at the bar. How could I expect this body to be perfect for anything but the punchline? 
And if I don't laugh, I am no longer the cool girl, but the one who can't take a joke. I have run out of compassion for men who pose as feminists, but when a woman brings up the sexual assault epidemic, they suddenly want to talk about something else, something less of a downer. I have run out of compassion for wolves. I have run out of compassion for anyone who isn't outraged. I ran, and this stubborn body followed. I am the opposite of forgiveness. I am all rage and shriek and flame. Outside of the women's freshman dormitory at Yale, fraternity pledges chanted, no means yes, yes means anal. I fucked dead women and filled them with my semen. A woman is found unconscious behind a dumpster. Pine needles in her hair, naked, wounded, assaulted. Meanwhile, meanwhile, everyone is more concerned with how this experience has taken away her assailant's appetite rather than the survivor's autonomy. This is not to say all men are hungry. This is not even to say that all men are hunting. But haven't we all found the bones of a woman stuck like leftovers between a full man's teeth? There is a fraternity in Minnesota that paints the stone lions outside their front door the color of the panties of the last girl they successfully assaulted. You call this rape culture? I call it this morning. Shit, I was catcalled four times on the way here. If my trauma were made into an art museum, the most popular exhibit would showcase portraits of every man who has ever assaulted me snarling, and the smell of his sweat on my pillowcase follows me to sociology, and the whole class can tell that most days I am more victim than I am survivor. In this room, I try to write a poem about anything other than my sexual assault, but all that comes out is my throat in his hands. A few hours before one of my best friends raped me on our college campus, we discussed the prospect of astral projection. He couldn't understand why I wanted to experience it so badly. Why would anyone want to leave their body, he laughed. And in this moment, we had nothing in the world in common. Yeah. Wow. Isn't she like... She's catching it every time. Wow. Okay. Damn. That one's always gr- so great. <laughs> it gives me goosebumps oh. every time I listen to that one. Yeah, we're going to do another black bard eventually. <laughs> um, so now the prompt is write an angry poem or free write. If not, pick an emotion and write solely from that emotion. And I want you to write experiences, images, stories, statistics, or anything that is conjured when you feel that emotion. And don't have be- hold back or lift the pen from the page. Just, like, pour your emotion onto that page. Like... And if something, again, if something called your name in the poem or just, you know, had an image or something that really captured it and you want to do something, then go the other way. It's totally up to you. (laughs) Okay. Perfect. That's prompt number two. So I am going to move on to um, the healing aspect of the workshop. Um, And we are going to focus on gratitude today. So the definition of gratitude is the feeling of being thankful. Readiness to show appreciation. Um, and I am a firm believer in the law of attraction. So by what, doing this, the law, the law of attraction means is when you are grateful for the things that are in your life in that present moment, it allows more abundance to come into your life. It allows more flow, more happiness, more joy, more peace. So when you give thanks to the universe saying, thank you for giving me this beautiful life, more beautiful things will continue to come. Um, So showing the universe that you are grateful for the good things that are happening in your life allows more great things to happen. Um, So some statistics statistics, 
um, about gratitude, like how it actually helps your mental ability. Um, it helps you love your life and yourself a little bit more each day because you find being thankful for living in the moment and being who you are um, and how far you've come. And then it also eliminates stress. Mm -hmm. When you take a moment out of your day to actually be thankful for being here in that moment, it relieves the stress and tension that is filled within your day. Mm -hmm. um, it also, it helps you heal. It helps you heal to feel thankful that, hey, I survived this really shitty thing that happened to me, but I'm still alive. Mm -hmm. And I'm so grateful for that. Mm -hmm. And that is a beautiful message to give to that universe. Because you know what's going to keep doing? It's going to keep helping you strive. Yeah, I think one of the best things for me was taking the perspective. I used to say a lot that I was so un unlucky. I, I had all yes. these awful things happening. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when I did a perspective shift and I said, look how lucky I am to have survived all mm -hmm. of this. Like any, so... any one of these could have killed me. Exactly. So, yeah. It's all about yeah. perceive, you know, your perception. Your perception yeah. on what has happened to you and I feel that that is so important that instead of dwelling in that trauma lean into it mm -hmm. feel what you need to feel feel those emotions feel that hate feel that pain but then take that and make it into something better mm -hmm. make yourself better make a name for yourself yeah. prove them wrong mm -hmm. and that's being grateful mm -hmm. and being grateful actually will help you be 25% more happy throughout your day. Mm -hmm. So when you take a minute or two out of your day to shut your eyes and actually be grateful for, let's say, I'm because I'm always grateful for my dog. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, I always take a second, thank you so much mm -hmm. for giving me Hartley. Mm -hmm. And when I do that, I open my eyes mm -hmm. and I'm happy. Because yeah. I'm thinking about that great thought mm -hmm. in my mind that makes me happy. I'm focusing on that instead of the negative. It's all about what you focus on. Yeah. That is the it biggest part. Yes, exactly. Um, so, like I said, it enhances the law of attraction. The more gratitude that you give out to the universe, mm -hmm. it will come back to you twofold. And it increases your quality of sleep. Really? It allows your mind to actually ease into a restful night's wow. sleep. Because what it's doing, <laughs> instead of focusing on, wow, this really shitty thing happened to me today, you know how you lay there and you'll start to dwell on what really shitty thing happened to you that day? Right. Instead of doing that, flip that around. Mm -hmm. Be like, hey, thank you for giving me another day on this universe. Mm -hmm. Instead of, that actually allows your mind to focus on the positive instead of the negative. It really rewires It your rewires brain. your brain. So with time of doing this consistently, you will get more quality sleep and have less stress. So and how can we do that, Jenna? So how we're going to do that is it's called a gratitude stone. So for the people that are going to be listening real quick, all you got to do is you find a stone that fits into the size of your palm. And as long as you can close your fingers over it and hold it comfortably, you found your perfect stone. Um, it can be from outside. It could be a crystal. Anything that you want, it does not need to be anything specific. Um, and a lot of times, um, I'll hold this throughout the day when I feel stressed. Mm -hmm. Just to remind me to stay grounded mm -hmm. and to be in the present moment and to be thankful. And every time you touch it. Every time I touch it, I remind myself, let's be grateful right now. Mm 
Mm-hmm. Let's list, take a moment. How many, how many things should we list? When we I suggest you list three things every time you pick up your stone. Every time you pick up your stone, play around with it for a second. Take a deep breath. And then think to yourself, what are three things that I am grateful for right now in this moment? And you think them out loud. Or you can say them out loud, whatever you, <laughs> you choose. Um, and a lot of times, what that'll do is it'll take away that stress that you've just had. I know these are similar to, to gratitude journals, which are good ideas as well. Yes. Um, is putting it in words sometimes helps too, as mm-hmm. like the writer in me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> there are options, you know, if you want to. Because I think, um, you know, it manifests it even more powerfully when you write it down. Like, Definitely. There's a lot of good journals out there, or you just use a blank one. And, list, and also, page, absolutely. And what you can also do is you can just put your stone right on top of that list yeah. and pick it up. Every time you pick up that stone, you can read that list over again. Yeah. It's always a helpful reminder. And I also suggest with the stone is that you keep it in a spot that you can touch multiple times throughout the day because you want to be able to feel that gratitude throughout the day not just one specific moment you want it to last throughout the entire day so that way when you lay down at night you're less stressed and you're able to have quality sleep that's key cool thank you yes um so what i also suggest for the people that are here right now um for the next 30 days until our next workshop. <laughs> I suggest that everybody carries around their stone that they were given, and I want you to list the three things that you are thankful for each day and to carry it with you and to see if you feel any difference um, and to see if you feel more positive, if you feel more enlightened, peaceful, joyful, happy, whatever the word may be. I want you to see if there's any difference because me personally... When I started doing this, I realized that I would actually wake up happier, ready to take on the day, because I was focusing more on the positive things in my life to wake up to, instead of dwelling like look forward to exactly instead of dwelling, be like I don't want to get out of bed. Mm. You know what? Now I want to get out of bed, and it's because I've constantly rewired my brain to focus on the positive things in my life, Mm. and that allows me to bring more positive things into my life. Hence this workshop. Yeah. <laughs> so I, you know, that's that's my little thing. That's my little spiel. Um, but for the mantra of the month, I also want to tell everybody that. Um, it was I am grateful. I am grateful, thankful, and blessed always. Mm. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's our healing exercise with Jenna. Um, and we'll close out in a second. Okay, Okay. so this is the, uh, we're wrapping it up. We wanted to kind of give you a little information at the end. Um, thank you for listening. Um, we're going to try to do this format, um, for every workshop every month. Um, We're also going to try and incorporate different, um, podcasts to it, just me and Talia having discussions. Mm -hmm. Um, so I would definitely, you know, keep your eyes peeled for that. Yeah, a lot of good things happen when we're stopping recording that, you know, like good conversations and stuff that we want to be able to kind of rehash topics that come up. So, um, there'll be future episodes of that. Um, yeah. And so our next one, we're on every third Thursday of the month. Um, and we have our Facebook page, um, few search groups we have it's called the survivors community and there's like a typewriter with white writing on the cover of it <laughs> we also have an instagram survivors community 
Um, and then our website is in the Facebook groups um, link if you want to post some of your work. Um, we have maybe one taker for now. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> we'll take it. Um, yeah, right? <laughs> um, yeah, and thank you so much. If you want to support us, we also on our link have um, donation um, that helps cover the venue costs, the notebooks, food, that kind of thing. Um, we'd really appreciate anything you can donate. Um, hopefully, our also our another idea we're, that we're doing is T-shirts. So um, <laughs> we might be able to d- have that uh, rolled out soon, um, and sweatshirts maybe too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so so yeah. excited about that. Yeah. There are so many great things that are going to continue to happen during mm-hmm. this workshop. So please stay. Yeah. Stay hit tuned. Su- hit subscribe hit on subscribe, the podcast. Definitely, because you know there's there's great things and we don't want you to miss out. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you.